Welcome to the Shuffle Curious Podcast. I'm your host, Patty Lynch. Have you ever seen an amazing shuffler at a show or festival and wondered, how did they get started? How did they develop their skills? And who are they beyond the dance floor? Well, that's exactly what we're exploring in the show. We'll dive into the personal experiences of the dancers that make up our beloved community. We'll be learning more about who they are and what makes this dance so special to them. So with that, let's jump into the show and let's get curious together. This is episode 23 of the Shuffle Curious podcast featuring Reina Amandales, one of the community leaders of the DFW Shufflers. I hope you guys enjoy. Reina, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. All as well. It's a pleasure um, having you on the podcast, but just also here in Denver um, with your friend Jennifer as well, who's in the room with us. <laughs> um, and it's it's very cool. We kind of have had like a roundabout way of getting to this point, right? Yeah. You know, I had initially met you um, it, at a movement and um, kind of you you first approached me i remembered it and because you had listened to one of my mixes um online that i put out on soundcloud and i remember you it kind of gave me recall right you know i i remember you reaching out and being like that was fire you know what i mean like that was dope and um and then you paid that compliment to me again as as we met at movement and um so already i was like i had the warm and fuzzies you know what i mean like it's, it was super cool that you remembered you know my face and and all those things and um and that you just came up and, and said what's up you know before you really knew me um so obviously we spent those days in movement um that was an amazing experience uh, for me i'm sure i can you know i could you can attest to the same thing it was, it was pretty solid um very good techno a very good showing of the shuffle community too, you know? Um, and then um, after that, uh, I don't know if you mentioned that you would have been at ShuffleCon um, at that time, but we then saw each other again at, at ShuffleCon um, in LA, uh, hosted by FTS, of course, the first, the first one. And um, that was fun too. Like we were just vibing, we were just picking up where, where we had left off. And um, uh, throughout that time, I had, you know, mentioned the, the podcast and also, you know, my whereabouts like that I'm from Denver. And then, um, you know, while we were there, you're like, oh, wait, I'm going to be in Denver, you know, next weekend um, to see Elenium. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that was like the perfect opportunity for us to, to link up and um, spend some more time uh, with one another. And so we were able to hit the church nightclub on Friday so for, fun. yeah, that was a vibe, uh, for Eli Brown. And we were packed like sardines, but we were keeping our real estate. We were keeping our turf. I think we were doing all right. We had, uh, we had many shufflers to be able to hold down the fort, um, as we were grooving and whatnot. And so, um, thank you ladies for that. You <laughs> contributed in the effort. Um, and then, yeah, I'm, I'm hearing that you guys had a great time at Elenium as well. Maybe headbanging a little bit too hard. <laughs> Got it. And, um, and we're going to sesh today too. We're going to head over to the infamous Cheeseman Park Pavilion. Um, and is it your guys' first time going to be there? Uh, so, yeah. Thank you. First off. <laughs> that's yeah. the, it's the same spot where you guys always have the sessions at right yeah okay yeah, yeah. yeah i haven't been there yet it looks really nice i'm excited dope dope yeah. i think you'll i think you guys will really enjoy it um it's got an amazing aesthetic the floor some people have uh diverse opinions about the floors some think that they're too slippery ah, some think no that i they're... like that okay yeah i, I like it too fine I think when you kind of calibrate yourself to it and you know what it's all about, um, you can sometimes do moves that you did you weren't able to do before. Exactly. Just just knowing how you'll slide and slip and all these things. Yeah. So, super excited for that. Hopefully, we get a little um, you know uh, homie group uh, that will join us. But I'm down the session with, yeah. with y'all just yeah. to laugh and, and hang out. So it'll be a lot of fun. Um, but enough about how uh, we met and, you know, the, the, the numerous times that we've crossed paths during these uh, past couple months. Um, let's get into your background a little bit. 
So um, if you could just tell everyone um, what your name is, I know I already mentioned it, um, but also where you're from, and I'll have some follow-on questions as well. Yeah, so hi, um, I'm Raina. I'm from Dallas area in Texas. Grew up there, born, raised. Um, yeah, that's where I'm from. Awesome. And you hang out with like the DFW collective yeah. out there, right? Okay. Yeah, we got a pretty good group out there. I, I would say it's pretty, it's grown a lot too from like since I um, like became part of the community. I feel like mm -hmm. it's grown a lot more. Got it. Got it. No, that's awesome. Um, for the audience, just to get a little bit more about just you, you as a person, I always like to ask, um, how were you as a child? You know, whether that's disposition or tem your temperament or just overall your personality? So I am a middle child. I feel like that gives people always a good idea of how mm, someone is. Mm, same, um, I am too. <laughs> then, yeah, so that and how was I? I was, I feel like I was pretty, pretty good, pretty good kid. Always active doing things, sports, you know, the whole nine yards. Got it, yeah. got it. What sports did you play? So I did, um, I was on a team in my little town, like a swimming team. Mm -hmm. I golfed a little bit, dabbled in that. Um, I rock climbed. I actually did like competitive rock climbing, which was fun. And what else did I do? Hmm. Soccer. I did gymnastics. I'm missing something. I feel like I'm missing something. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I did a lot of stuff. That's like, I feel like that's... I danced. Mm -hmm. I did dance, actually. Did so a little bit of dance experience. Yeah, maybe. yeah. I Got did. it. I did some ballet, contemporary, jazz, tap. Yeah. But okay. at the time, I didn't really, I mean, it was just like an activity to do as a kid. Mm -hmm. I feel like I didn't really enjoy it as much as a kid. Um, it was just kind of like something to do. You were like forced to by in a your way, parents. sort of, but like not really. It was like I guess I did want to, but it's like I didn't feel passionate about mm, it. If that mm -hmm. makes sense. And then I would be nervous to perform whenever we did like big like shows or like showcases. Got it. For like an audience, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I always ask because, especially the sports question, because. I feel like shufflers are always, um, you know, either on the other side of like a sports career or they dabble, you know, yeah. sports were their hobby for the longest time until, and you know, maybe they still, they still have those, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Off to the side and um, they, they very much enjoy, you know, those hobbies that they, that they used to have, but then like shuffling kind of, um, came in and took its place or, or has made all kind of, all kinds of like sports endeavors, um, kind of obsolete because they found something that's kept them in shape, you know, in a social circle, you know what I mean? Um, you know, being able to make meaningful connections, uh, with people while they're staying active and enjoying music and, and things of that nature. So exactly. I always want to know, um, you know, who has, like who who played sports because typically it's like a hundred percent of them you know what i mean yeah, shufflers yeah. Who, who now take it seriously now um they they usually had a past life as an athlete so very cool to very cool to hear about um so i know that you know you haven't been shuffling for all of your life like it seems like um it's it's been a an endeavor that you've taken on in the past couple of years when did you start um, shuffling. Um, I guess how long has it been uh, that, that you've been on this journey? And also, um, what what was life like before shuffling? Kind of what kind of led you into um, a uh, th embarking on this kind of journey? Yeah. Uh, so I started in 2018. I would say I can't remember what month it was, mm -hmm. but like 2018 was the year I like jumped into it mm -hmm. and. Um, I feel like I think I found shuffling and or saw it for the first time in 2016 because that was like my first like big EDM festival. Mm -hmm. um, I did something wonderful if anyone's familiar with that over in Dallas. So that was fun. And yeah, what was life before? That was mm -hmm. a question, right? Life before shuffling, school, work, you know, the 
Just, yeah, that was my turn first. <laughs> <laughs> just like the typical yeah. uh, stuff. I mean, so like, were you getting out of college or? or? Yeah, so I was actually in college for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, this is not for me. I'm going to go to real estate school. So I did that. Um, don't have my license, mm-hmm. but I did the schooling. So that was interesting and fun. Um, met a lot of people doing that. And uh, yeah, that's that was kind of my life before Got it. And so at what point, uh, yeah, well, at what point did you see shuffling and you knew that it was something, like maybe you'd seen it before, yeah. um, but um, what was the point in time where you saw it and you knew that it was something that you kind of wanted to lean into and start learning? After going to multiple festivals, I was like, okay, I'm starting to see this way more. Mm-hmm. Like, what is this? And then it was on social media a lot more. Um, I feel like it started blowing up like probably 2017 for mm-hmm. me. Like I was like kind of dabbled in it, trying to learn on my own because I didn't, at the time I wasn't connected to the community and or I didn't know anyone mm-hmm. that did it besides like one other friend because we wanted to kind of learn it together. And that was like part of my, he was like part of my rave group um, at the time. So yeah, kind of self-taught myself and then um, 2017 I was like okay let's try this let's Mm -hmm. let's see if I can do it let's try to learn the running man (laughs) let's see if we can do this um and then I stopped because I was like I don't know what I'm doing (laughs) (laughs) this is way harder than it like people make it look yeah so but yeah so what what resources were you using to to learn learn yeah was it mostly online yeah so instagram youtube um and then whenever (laughs) i would see people at like shows or festivals i'm like that looks awesome i would try to connect with them and you know Mm -hmm. that's yeah kind of how i found the um dfw group too just like being out and mingling (laughs) got it got it so it's cool that you had a a little bit of a little bit of like a buddy system yeah. you know what i mean yeah that, it was like me and one other buddy mm-hmm. and he was like we should learn it. let's like learn it you know mm-hmm. so yeah it doing it nice. to, doing it together and we were talking a, a little bit about this before we went on air um just with like accountability measures yeah. for yourself like when you are starting to learn there's all there's all types of learners out there, and especially as it pertains to this dance. Some uh, some people are very much just like self starters, and they'll just go and yeah. the, they will they will find every opportunity just to learn um, on their own. Mm-hmm. And but then there's others that need to be kind of held accountable either to a class setting or for structure, you know what I mean, um, or to other people like in in a social environment. Yeah. Um, so, but like, and that's all good. Like all, any of those are good. It's just like, you need to know who you are and how you're best going to learn um, and to place, to place those, um, those measures um, in your environment for you, you know, so that if it's something that you want to, you know, really dive deep into and, and whatnot, what do you think were the reasons um, that you kind of took a hiatus or you stopped you know, the progression that you had going and how long were you in, um, the process of learning the dance before you were like, eh, I don't know, you know, like you, you started to have apprehension about continuing. I think it was only a few months. I did not, I was not graceful with myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, cause a few months, like, I mean, yeah, if you're working at it, maybe like every day or you're really putting in the hours, then yeah, sure. You can learn it, but I wasn't doing that. Okay. So like, I think, um that was a factor and then just like i was telling you earlier it's i mean it's a learning process you got to put in the time and the work and you have to um it's the word i'm looking for you have to just put your mind to it be determined to like mm-hmm. want to learn it and then, persistent yeah persistent would be a good word for that yeah got it, got um, it. so yeah a few months and then like around 2018 I was like okay I really want to learn this let's let's do this for real mm-hmm. let's put in the work and the hours and at that time I had time yeah okay so life was just kind of busy whenever I was trying to learn it at mm-hmm. like the beginning at, at what point um do you did you feel comfortable jumping back in after that period of time where you were kind of in a lull 
And what triggered it? You, you said that, that I, I think if I heard correctly, you met your local community and that was kind of like a jump start. Yeah, so I met my community in 2021. Mm. Um, so only a few years now. Before that, it was just me, my buddy, and our like small rave group. And um, yeah, at the time, it was just like me learning on my own and basically dancing on my own in a way mm-hmm. and with my buddy when he would be there, right, um, at shows or festivals. Um, and then, you know, I'd see people at shows and festivals too doing it. And I'm like, this is cool. Like, you know, this is like, it was kind of like almost at that point, um, it wasn't really known. Mm-hmm. And even now, still people are learning about it and or don't know about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's still, it's still very much a, um, a dance that's growing, you know, it's becoming more well-known it's progressing just in the culture. Um, it's not as established as breaking and hip hop and, and things like that. So it's honestly a cool little niche dance to be able to perform, especially to, you know, EDM, um, because it's, you know, you, you can, of course, there's there's many ways to dance to EDM, but like there's just something about shuffling, just hitting hitting every beat, you know what I mean? Or being able to hit, or the the premise of the dance is to hit, you know, every beat. Obviously, you can you know you can decide how you want to go about that, um, however you'd like. But there's an there's an allure to that, you know, yeah, um, sure. to be able to express yourself in in, in that way, and especially since it's not well known, you know what I mean? You're very much like a curiosity in those environments, yeah, you know, exactly. when you, especially when you do it well, you know what I mean? And you, and you wear it well. So, um, so with that, you know, when, when you were learning, um, and even, even with the hiatuses and, and, and things of that nature, how are you going about this process? Uh, I am, I am curious about this. Like were, was it dedicated practice? every day when you were committing to it was it more just like after a workout or something like that or were you like on youtube and then like in front of a mirror as well like what that's exactly okay (laughs) it's funny because like i used to have this mirror that would hang behind my closet door like those single Mm -hmm, mirrors like the body mm -hmm. mirrors yeah like the 15 dollar ones at walmart i have a video saved like on my snapchat i think and it's just me outside i brought it outside mm-hmm. to my backyard and i had my phone popped up with a youtube video i think and i was like trying to learn i don't even remember what i was trying to learn i think it was the charleston at the time probably yeah and i was like yep i'm really doing this really like really trying to figure this out fun time got fun. it and that was just rinse and repeat pretty yeah, much pretty much each, um, each day yeah I would say I probably did a couple days out of the week, not mm. every day, but a couple days out of the week, I would be trying to learn. Got it. Got it. By any means uh, possible. That's, that's hard when you're doing it on your own too. Yeah. And like the, you don't have someone to converse with and get feedback from. Um, I do feel like, you know, it might, it might take a little bit longer, but um, at the same time, like you now have a whole community around you. You found, you found that you, you found your love for the dance and then it brought you to the community and like now you're exposed and you have um you have access to people who can be that sounding board and then you're probably becoming a sounding board to others now as well you know and, and that's just like how we all how we all grow so um with that could you just talk to me a little bit about like your progression with your local community how y'all first met um how it's kind of uh, spiraled up from there because I've gotten a couple of like your anecdotes and you know how much uh, it's meant in your shuffle journey um, being able to link up uh, with the DFW crew what is our formal name um, DFW shufflers DFW shufflers got yeah. it got it and uh, yeah Technified Will is That's one of the or- yeah yeah <laughs> he's super cool too I met him for the first time at movement as well but nice. we've been conversing over instagram and, yeah. and 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 uh and stuff like that so um he's just one of those people when i first met him i was like all right we're gonna vibe <laughs> i love that <laughs> yeah but um sorry to sidetrack yeah meeting your local community and kind of how it's progressed uh from like day one yeah up until now 
yeah, so 2018, like I said, kind of just was dancing on my own and then met them in 2021. Also want to mention and say in 2018, I feel like it helped a lot that I was going to a lot of like shows Mm -hmm. with my group that helped me practice way more too. Because when I, when you're out in like a social setting, you're listening to the music live, you're, you're dancing. So that, that helped a lot with my progress. I feel like, Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot more room for growth, obviously. But anyways, um, so 2018, 2021, I met them through a friend of mine actually brought me to this meet because she knew somebody at this meetup. And so that's kind of how I met Sarah. And I don't think Will was at this one. So I met Sarah, became really good friends. We went to a show together, literally, I think like a couple days later. Mm-hmm. And then we went to Austin together and we went to the Austin meetup. So that was fun. And it was like the Austin meetup before Seismic, I think. So like everyone was in town. Yeah. So that was really cool to like meet a lot of people. Um, And then after that, I feel like I dove deeper into my practice and like wanting to learn more because it always helps like when we're sessioning, you know, you're feeding off of people's energy and you're also like, looking at what they're doing like mm-hmm. oh that looks cool let me try that like mm-hmm. let me practice that on my own and or practice it with them and get ideas in that way um so yeah um i lost train of <laughs> yeah so no session with them going yeah. to the meetups going to events that they would be at um getting facetime with all of them being able to like get the feedback mm-hmm. uh from them and have that energy exchange that definitely facilitates like just getting better getting better um at at the dance but also like the social connections that you're making and things like that so um from that from that point you know you said you met them in 2021 Mm -hmm. i guess like what was what was the lead up um until now like what is your you know what's kind of your spot in in the group um do you guys have any like plans for the future any like what what's the cadence of meetups or different events like things of that things of that nature a little bit of a vague question but yeah. i just want to know what you guys are up to <laughs> yeah. yeah so uh we are trying to be steady with the meetups like at mm. least twice a month mm. um like two meetups maybe a class dabbled here and there trying to keep it pretty pretty active because i feel like for me at least i look forward to them i look forward to being with my friends and vibing mm. out having a good time um, it's a good way to just kind of like step away from, you know, your everyday life and just go have some fun. So, yeah, but yeah, meetups, at least two, two meetups, classes. Um, I feel good about where we're heading. It's, it's, it's well on its way. Got it. Got it. And it's grown a lot, so. are you, are you organizing these meetups or helping out um, yeah, in so that I, regard? I'm, um, I'm the admin with. It's uh, me, Will, and Sarah. Okay. And Alyssa. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So you guys are behind the curtains, yeah. making sure everything is yeah. is squared away. And our little group message, trying to like, yeah, figure things out. Coordinate yeah. everything. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Um, I feel like it's very rewarding, you know, once you kind of take on that role or take on more responsibilities around, you know, or organizing around shuffling, essentially whether that be just giving, you know, an opportunity for people to kind of just dance in a, in a safe, judge-free environment, um, providing music, you know, providing, yeah, just that, just that environment in general, maybe even just like, maybe even events or also connecting people to other events that they, that there might be other shufflers, you know, attending and of that nature. I think it becomes rewarding in its own right. It's not just the, that dopamine hit of you hitting a new move anymore. You know, it's like, okay, yeah, there's people who are conjuring around this, this dance and um, you see all the smiley faces out there um, uh, from, from the work that you've done, you know what I mean? Or at least that you've contributed towards to put whatever on or to direct people in the right way. Um, I, I think that becomes a, a, like a joy with, within itself. Um, and but it's outside of the dance more you know what i mean like the 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 coordination of 
logistics and, and, you know, who needs to be where and who's got these certain roles. Um, at the end of the day, it's, I, I feel like it's just as fun, you know, as the dance, because like now you're allowing everyone to kind of share it with one another. Um, cause without that, you know, we're all just a bunch of individuals. Right. And we know how lonely that can get shuffling on our own for, um, a prolonged period of time and kind of like the bouts of less motivation, more motivation, less inspiration, um, things of that nature. But when you, when you just get around people who are all on the same wavelength, it can prop you up in ways that you didn't even expect or that you didn't even know you needed, you know? So in the organizational realm, um, I'm fine. I am finding that to be very rewarding, just as rewarding as the dance. And I'm sure, you know, you've, you've gotten a glimpse of that oh, as sure. well. It's a lot of fun. It really is <coughs> to be, yeah, to be able to put it all together and then see it come to life is fun. Yeah. 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 It's like, you're the, uh, you're the architect yeah. of, like, <laughs> of this, uh, you know, how everything's going to go down and you get it, you get a good say and you can read people's preferences and like implement things. For and, sure. You know, see what the demand is with your local community and um, and and throw things in there that, you know, will serve like the people that you're you're really trying to, I mean, lead. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're, you're, you're a leader in that sense because you are kind of calling the shots, um, you know, as to how a meetup is going to go. But that doesn't mean that you're not going to get feedback from people and try and like implement things to get better. So very cool. Um yeah, with that, like, is there any other experiences that you've had, you know, throughout your journey? Um, whether, like, you obviously connected with your local um, community and, um, but you, you've been going to shows ever since. And like, that, that's how kind of you got linked up with shuffling and being exposed. Um, are there any, are there any other of like, whether that be events or shows or meetups or things like that, that were a pivotal point? you know, in, in your shuffling career? That's a good question. <laughs> I don't think there's been a huge one. Mm -hmm. I would say just continuously going to meetups and like meeting people that way. And like the Austin meetup being my, basically my first like meetup, mm -hmm. a real one, I feel like like a bigger one. Cause the one that I went to first was like, kind of small, more intimate gathering. There was maybe like 10 people there at that, um, which was nice. Cause like I got to talk and meet those, that smaller. Be in a more intimate yeah, environment. Yeah, being my first one, I feel like it was more calming and not as like nerve wracking. Yeah. Um, and then going to that one in Austin really opened my eyes. I'm like, wow, there's a whole lot of people here. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, so that was really cool. Opened my eyes to that. I feel like that was a pretty pivotal, pivotal moment. Um, and then coming back here or like going back to Dallas, I mean, like being surrounded by my community. I was like, okay, yeah, I like, I like this. I'm going to start going to these a lot more. And then got really close with a lot of the people that, you know, put it on and met some of my best friends within it. So, yeah. Yeah. Did you, did you come back from Austin, um, with like some ideas for, for, for more of, uh, like the DFW shufflers or anything like that? Cause I always find when I go to either other, other meetups or, um, like ShuffleCon, for example, like now my head's spinning about like, okay, like, you don't just have to do a battle anymore. Like you can throw an event that has party time afterwards, yeah. showcases, mm -hmm. um, you know, you can make it more shuffle or excuse me, more, yeah, I guess more, more shuffling for just like the general population. Yeah. And then also more opportunities for people to connect with one another. Um, it's not all about the battle. So it's like, ah, oh, that's a great idea. You know what I mean? It's a yeah. great idea. Maybe it can be implemented in something that we do here in Denver or like, wherever else like do you do you ever find that you visited um like an, uh, another scene and have brought back like something cool from it that you could then implement in your own scene yeah sure like i i fully agree with you like going to see other places and or just traveling in general like 
travel is just good for the soul, right? Mm-hmm. But like, it always opens your mind to bigger and better ideas or more ideas. Like, like you said, with the, the with the battles, like how there was like booths set up, like it was like literally a, it was a convention. Mm-hmm. Like you, it was a whole different thing. It wasn't just about that one thing. I mean, yeah, it was about dance, of course, but like about shuffling. But it's nice that like to have a bigger and bigger idea things to do. Uh, like yeah like a a larger um i guess appreciation for what else could yeah, could, could be added yeah. yeah yeah and it's like it doesn't mean like you have to like copy and paste right. you know it's yeah. like make it your own <clears throat> exactly and then also get feedback from you know your fam and the, like your dance fam and like how how what they would appreciate with like that new idea right. and um you know how to go about it and I, yeah i i just i'm always inspired when I travel, even when it's, if it's just for a festival, um, but when I'm around the bunch of shufflers, really is is the common denominator there. Um, and then coming back, it's either I have new ideas, new um, new inspiration for me to dig deeper into the into the dance itself, um, look into other music, um, all those things, all those things. I can't really. I can't really estimate or determine like what it's going to be, like what what I'm going to feel like or, or how how the energy is going to be um, allocated once I'm once I'm done in that environment. Sometimes it's like, OK, I'm going to dance every single night. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like I'm on a streak right now because ShuffleCon really got me um, hyped about just dancing and improving my dance. So I was like seshing every night. Um, but sometimes it's like, I have an idea. I have, a, I have an idea for, you know, like when I went to Dream State, I really started to consider the podcast thing. Cause I just, I was in awe of all the shufflers there and how they were connecting with one another. And so it's like, I don't decide, I don't decide where the inspiration comes from or like what it makes me do after the fact, but it does something. You yeah, know it finds you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, so Dream State was your first one last year? Yeah, that was my first Dream State. Yeah, same. Got it. Yeah. You were there? Oh, yeah. Oh, very well. So Damn. Fun. That's crazy. Yeah. I didn't know you were, okay, cool. And I will be there this year for sure. Um, it is my buddy, uh, JT's. 30th birthday in that okay. round so yeah, yeah. Perfect. we're gonna go big we're still not sure if it's gonna be long beach or san bernardino because there's like uh they're not sure which which way it's gonna go yeah um, so we'd love to see you there though i good. hope i can make it out yeah we'll see got it we shall see got it yeah. i really want to do size night because that the lineup <clears throat> just dropped and it's really good so i yeah i it, it is super good but like I wouldn't want I wouldn't want to experience both of those and to be tired from one or the other and then have it be less of an experience for the other one. Maybe I'm just talking maybe I'm just like I don't know, that's not a that's not a good belief to have because I'm sure I'd have fun with with both of them, but I wouldn't want one to be diluted by the other oh, for essentially. Sure. Yeah, I did back to back last year. Did you? Mm-hmm. Did you were you one of the people who got sick? I did. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, see, like, that's yeah. that's my concern. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I know it was probably worth it. Like... Oh, it was still worth it. <laughs> I was just a little bit ill at Thanksgiving, but it's fine. Got it. I got through it. <laughs> got it. Got it. No, you're that's a real fun. one. You're yeah. a real one for attending both. <laughs> that's uh, that's awesome. Um, we'll see. We'll see. Because there, there are some friends here who will be sending seismic. But, yeah, once that lineup dropped, I was like, oh, you got <laughs> I thought this was going to be easy. Right, like, right. <laughs> no, I'm like in a tug of war right now. I'm like, okay, if I do that again this year, like really got to be on my health, like making sure I'm good. Cause yeah, it's, it, it's, it's a toll. I mean, two days or they're both three days actually. Right. No, um, Dream State's two. two. Dream yeah, that's two. right. Seismic so, is three. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But still five days, a lot of days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It adds up. Yeah. And it's like, if you think about it, I mean, it's within a within a ten day, ten day time span, or yeah, span of time, in which you're doing five days of festivaling. You know what I mean? Like Literally, that's yeah. a lot. That's yeah. a lot. Um, God bless all the people at eForest doing that thing. That's four. That's four days, right? I think so. Yeah. I have not. I have not been yet. Me but neither. Like, I want to go really bad. 
Same. I heard it's a grind, but I heard it's good. Like, yeah. It's really good. It's worth so, it. Got it. Well, so throughout throughout your journey, I'll just kind of pull us back into like this timeline that we have going. We've got some time, some tangents going, which is very much encouraged. But throughout, you know, this this journey of yours, you know, how have you felt shuffling has really transformed you? Like what what are like the what are the what have you valued from what you've learned, um, what you've gathered from um, embarking on a shuffle journey? I feel and think that it has helped me a lot in my mental health. Yeah. Period. period. <laughs> yeah, that, that's it. I can um, attest to that too. Yeah, you know? definitely. I've always loved working out in general and then adding this to like my workout regimen, as you can, or like, as I would say, I guess, Mm -hmm. um, has been really fun to like try to figure out a good balance of like, okay, if I'm doing legs this day, I can't shuffle today. Or can I, like, how hard did I do on legs today? Can I, like, can I Mm -hmm. just need to get a little warmed up? You'll be all right. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. But yeah, so I feel like it's helped a lot with mental health and just like, um, me a good release of just like energy and stuff you know that sometimes life and stress can bring on i can definitely relate i mean for just speaking for myself when i started shuffling um i was still in a pretty high stress job i was still in the military at that time i started in october of 2020 and i didn't get out until may of 2021 and throughout that time that I was just exploring the dance and, and you know, really trying to lean into it. I was a lone shuffler at that time. It was one of the best feelings to come home from work, just to put on my sneakers and just to sesh, you know what I mean? Just to like let it go. And whatever, whatever rigors of the day or preoccupa- preoccupations of the day were just like in my head. Um, that was, that was kind of a time for me to come to grips with it and to come, to come to peace with it as well. Um, and all, all of those instances over time, I think just created a, a healthy regiment for myself. You know what I mean? Um, and not to say that working out, um, whether that be weightlifting or some of the other things that, you know, I was doing at that time didn't help but it was the fact that shuffling was coupled with physical exercise and then a creative outlet as well. And I think both of those together um, is just like a new, a new formulation for as like an antidepressant, as like a, you know, an anti-anxiety as, you know, all these things that kind of like recalibrate you. Um, If you have one and not the other, yeah, it's still doing, I think it's still doing a lot for you. Um, but having them both in this, you know, in that, I feel, I feel like it's like a pill you can swallow. Yeah. Like a shuffle session is no, like a pill you can yeah. swallow. <laughs> it's the cure. <laughs> Just like music is. It's all good. Good And honestly, that's like, that's, that's a reminder for me to, if I, if I feel any sign, any kind of, um, reservation or, um, I'm just not, I'm not getting to yes by convincing myself that I need a session. I know that when I'm in the moment and I'm doing it, I will, and then afterwards, I will feel better for it because I'll be taking that metaphorical pill, you know what I mean? And I'll be in a different, I'll be in a different state of mind, um, especially if like, I I do feel like I need it. I need to move my body. So um, I, I feel like I can very much relate to, you know, the mental health aspect of it and I think there's a spectrum to that of course like you know um, there are I I think there's many people who are you know clinically diagnosed with some things that um, that shuffling can help them with you know what I mean outside of you know outside of prescription and and things like that you know maybe it should be coupled with that as well Um, but I think uh, you know we're we're a lot of uh, in the shuffle community, we're a lot of like creatives and, you know, we, we sense and we feel, um, I think more so than a lot of the, the rest of the demographic. And that opens up 
a lot of vulnerabilities in our in our mental health. It also makes us amazing at what we do, right. of course. Um, but so I say all that to say that um, it's it's I think it's pretty good divine intervention when we find this dance and it helps us with our day to day life as well. Yeah, so. For sure. I've definitely had my sessions where I'm like crying at the end. <laughs> I, I don't know, but it, it's that outlet for me sometimes. Mm. So you're probably listening to trance. That's probably why. Probably that's, that sounds about right. Yeah, <laughs> I'm right there with you. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Well, I think we're gonna wrap up here soon. Um, I've had an amazing time talking with you. I know we want to sesh. I know we want to get out there. We'll actually be there at the perfect time because um, like the sun will be more or less setting and like that's like the golden hour at Cheeseman Park Pavilion. So we don't want to miss that. Um, but so we're going to move into the final five. And these are the five questions that I ask all shufflers on the podcast. And it's just to get to get to know you a little bit more before, uh, you know, we we part ways. And, um, you know, so hopefully the audience can can pick up a couple things uh, from you. Before we go ahead and do that, so the first question that I have for you: What is your favorite musical genre? Favorite musical genre. So I'm about to I'm about to give you a little back backstory. Send it. <laughs> always been music love like right. Was like my first concert is funny because like I was like 12. Why was I allowed to go to this concert? But <laughs> did you have a chaperone? I did, yeah. Okay. Yep. Cool. <laughs> I did actually. It was the Black Eyed Peas and the Pussycat Dolls. Let's go. Yeah. Okay, I know what era this yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I watched VH VH1 <laughs> when I before going to school. Like. <laughs> yeah. So my my range of music is everywhere, pretty much like everything. Okay. Um, but as far as like EDM, like that was the question, right? Like electronic. Music. No, no, it can oh, be anything. anything. Like I literally had um, Brent on. You met Brent at uh, Movement, right? Big guy, big guy. I think I did. He's in bulking season right now. Okay. But he was crumping. Go yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, big guy, but um, he loves indie music, so he okay. was like indie, nice. <laughs> hands down. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, I would say my favorite that I probably listen to like more on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna give you two actually. Send it. Send we'll it. do we'll do trance and we'll do techno. Okay. That's more of like everyday type of thing, but you know I listen to rap and I listen to <laughs> Got alternative. It. I listen to pretty much everything. You're a connoisseur yes. of sorts. Got just it. like music, yeah. Understood. Like favorite alternative bands, probably the 1975. Um, yeah. Got it. Yep. Got it. Shout out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, next question for you. What is your favorite place to dance? Favorite place to dance. Most comfortable place to dance, probably my backyard. Okay. That's like, for sure. I would say that's my favorite place. Okay. Right now. Just because of comfortability, yeah. familiarity, mm -hmm. more. Like I can turn the music all the way up. It's just, you know, it's my, my, my space. Got it. <laughs> Got it. Cool. Sometimes that's where the juices start flowing. Oh, you know? yeah. I mean, you know, those living room sessions are good, too. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'd say those two probably. We just got this carpet here, so I'm very It looks nice. To... Honestly, before we leave, I'm probably going to rock a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. I also have, there's like a foam board over there. I don't know if you can see it leaning up against the wall, but oh. we had to put that down with mats underneath it because um, of the, the downstairs Noise neighbors. Yeah, ah. yeah. Running mans were a little bit too thick. You know what I mean? <laughs> stomping away. Yep, yep, exactly. <laughs> like we had a rule here for a second because, you know, we have a little DJ set up and whatnot. Yeah. And uh, it was like, all right, T-steps only and make, it, make them crisp. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <exactly. laughs> so no running mans, but you know, we're, we're making it work. We, and we're gonna be dancing out there, you know, when the, the weather is already pretty nice, but we haven't had like a full on function here yeah. yet. So we'll probably be dancing out in the balcony. So <laughs> cool. Um, next question for you. Uh, what is your favorite set show or festival that you've attended? me with the tough ones uh favorite i'm gonna say favorite show that i went to this year was the nikki got it amazing everyone was there we had entire dfw squad in there 
we were rolling real deep. Hell yeah. Um, Those are always the best. Yeah, like, when everyone's there, I'm like, yeah, okay. Well, you know it's gonna be a good time. Yeah, the homie lineup is thick. Like, yeah. you'll, yeah, you'll Music be Music right. was on point. He was throwing bangers back to back. It was great. Um, so yeah, favorite show this year. Uh, favorite festival last year, probably. Yeah, let's do last year. God, they were all so good. I did a <laughs> lot of new ones last year. I did um, Buku, Global Dance. I think it was last year or the year before. Maybe I did Buku. But anyways, Global Dance, Dream State. Um, I think those were maybe the only two. I had one more. I'm losing my train of thought. But uh, let's go with... Dream State. Yeah. Good answer. Same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let us know when you're back at Global, because, yeah, obviously Mile High will be here. Yeah. We'll be Are you going thing. this year? No, I won't be. I won't be able to. Second year in a row that I've missed that you missed it. Global, because I was traveling and, yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, so, other stuff. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, but I will get there eventually, for sure. Next question for you. What is your favorite book? I feel like I've read a lot of self-improvement books mm-hmm. that have been good. Um, I don't have a favorite. Mm. God, what was the name of it? The Happiness Project, I believe, was the name. I don't remember the author. Okay. That one's really good. Um, but I also like romance novels, so. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, What's your favorite romance? Yeah, yeah. Oh, gosh. Okay. Um why am I going blank? And she's like so popular right now too. Um, is it um, is it Pride and Prejudice or any of those? No. Or um, it's the girl author. Thank you, Colleen Hoover. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer for the uh, win yeah. up in here. <laughs> yeah, buddy. <laughs> she's that girl. She, <laughs> <laughs> she has those books. She's an amazing writer. She's good. Um, probably favorite book by her. I think the first one I read was Ugly Love or something like that. Mm. That was really good. Why do you like them? Like, what what what's the allure for, for you? Um, I'm a visual person, so whenever I read, are you talking about the romance novel or like, romance? Yeah, I mean e- either or. Yeah, just the why, why behind you know each of those. Yeah, so I'm a visual person. I feel like whenever I'm reading something, I'm picturing it. It's kind of like when you see a movie the first time, like you're obviously like seeing it. Mm-hmm. But like reading is like you are able to create your own image in your mind. Yeah. Like the person could be completely different looking in your mind compared to like what you would see if you're reading the same book. You could be like, yeah, this person has like blonde hair, whatever. And like, I'm picturing a brunette like person or like what, you know what I mean? Like you, you have your own, you've constructed it. Yeah. Your own interpretation of like how it, how you think people look or like how the scenario is like rolling out or, whatever the story is telling and also i like try to get behind the the author's image too Mm -hmm. like if it's a self-help book i'm like okay what was there where did this all like stem from or Mm -hmm. like you know i'm trying to like i I think too much about stuff like that yeah Yeah. it it seems like it's a mental exercise for for you that you enjoy doing you know what i mean from time and time again so yeah with with me, if I need to visualize too much stuff, I'm like, ah, just do it for me. Like, I'm trying to watch a movie. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I want to watch a movie on this. Like, <laughs> yeah, for sure. But for, you know, the the self help books, definitely, I like the practicality of them. You know, the that you know, I can take this bit of information information and integrate it into my normal life. That's what is just like, oh yeah, you know what I mean. Let's yeah. keep digging that sort of thing. So, for sure. What's your favorite? <clears throat> my favorite mm-hmm. self help book. I mean, it's, book in general? it's changed, um, really the, the, I think the, the book that changed the course of my life and the course of my belief systems, um, it's called, um, the, the millionaire mind. Yeah. Okay. Forget what the author, author's name is. Yeah. Um, but it basically gave, um, it, it had two, every chapter had two beliefs and one was of someone who were who was in a scarcity mindset mostly pertaining to personal finances and then to someone who had an abundance mindset um and it was it it, but always the abundance mindset had better 
money management skills. And um, yeah, like for example, the one lesson that he said, it's like, if you find, if you find a penny on the ground, pick it up. That's the universe like increasing your, your, uh, your net worth. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, don't, and don't scoff at it. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, like no amount of money should be scoffed at. It should always be respected. And you know, people might have opinions about that, but as a, as a 19 year old reading that book, it changed, it changed the course of my life. Cause I wasn't even making large financial decisions at that time. And then, but once I had a good foundation after, after reading it, uh, I was, I was primed and able to make more serious financial decisions for myself, just based off of the paradigm that was set for me. So that has changed, um, over time. Um, there's, there's, there's more, um, you know, mindfulness books that I'm, that I'm into, but I'd say like that was the biggest, um, pivot in, you know, in my own belief systems based yeah. off of that. So. I like that. It's funny because my dad taught me that like growing up mm-hmm. and he's like, he does that and still does that. And so now I'm like, yeah, that's it's, only it's one free, lesson. It's free money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's only one lesson, but that's the one that really, you know, stuck, speaks. Stuck yeah, 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 exactly. Especially mm-hmm. as like a, as an adolescent that I, you know, I saw my friends like once they bought something and they had like a diamond, you know, a diamond, a penny, and they'd like throw it on the ground. It's like, yo, wait, what? what? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And well, I and I thought that that was like, oh, that's cool, but they don't need it. You know yeah, what I mean? Right, right. But it's like. Nah, you know, like respect it, Re- respect it to some yeah. degree. You know what I mean? Because it's your livelihood mm-hmm. and things of that nature. So, because if you don't respect that, a lot, uh, a small sum of money, and I know I'm going off on a tangent here. Oh, if you don't respect a small sum of money, how are you going to then respect a large sum of money? You know what I mean? And and a large sum of money can change the course of your your life. It can become an income stream for you that, you know, might allow you, that might free up your time so that you can pursue your fa- your passions in the future. Exactly. So it's like all of it builds on itself. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's just, it's just things that I've, I've been considering for a very long period of time. So thank yeah. you for ans- uh, asking me that question. Yeah. No one asked, no one asked me my own <laughs> final five. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, and for you hearing my, my long winded tangent around it. <laughs> All right, I've got one more question for you. Okay, hopefully I'm ready. <laughs> I think you will be. If you could put any message on the main stage production of a large-scale festival, let's just think EDC Las Vegas or Tomorrowland, what would it say? Um, there's going to be thousands of people viewing this message. Um, you know, sometimes those messages that are put up on, you know, uh, what do you call it, like... Uh, totems like people's totems are really funny but like to have one on a big screen or everyone to see would be really cool i feel like it's really cliche to say like a lot of sayings that are sayings are cliche but probably (laughs) you can pass on it Hmm. we can put it in the show notes (laughs) We talked about it on the phone earlier. I'm trying to think what I was like. I had an idea and now lost. It's all right. Do you remember what I said? I. I feel like I I had an idea. <laughs> and you're like, oh, that's good. We can tie. Oh, it oh, you know, I was I was just kind of asking a little bit. It wasn't specifically for this question. Um, but I was just asking and I, and you know, full disclosure, full transparency to the audience. Like I always ask the, the guests like, Hey, what would make this a win for you? You know what I mean? People come on the, the show for all types of reasons, you know what I mean? And, um, it's not to really ask like what their agenda is. It's, it's just like, what would make this, what would make this experience like the, the best for you? Um, and so I asked, you know, I asked you what would make this a win? a win and what you had said is that um you would want to communicate that people should never stop learning you know you you should always continue to be a student of whatever whatever craft i'm kind of i'm I'm elaborating with my own words of course but like that was the vibe that i was that i was getting from you so is that what you want to say i think that's good (laughs) i think that's the one never stop learning never stop yeah you stop learning, you're you're losing your 
curiosity, as you would say. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you got to keep the curiosity and life to keep it fun. Got it. Got it. And I think at a, at a setting like that in a music festival, it might hit people a little bit out of, out of the blue, but I also feel like people are very open in those types of environments. Like yeah. there, they are, there's already a sense of freedom and kind of letting go. And like when our, when our, when we're in that, those states of mind, I think we're very receptive mm -hmm. to messaging like yeah. that. So awesome. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. <laughs> and thank you for priming my memory you know, <laughs> as, as to what we talked about. Awesome. Um, so with that, we are all done. Um, is there, but before we get out of here, is there anything that you'd like to tell the audience? Maybe something that we didn't talk about in our conversation that you'd like to bring up now? You're allowed to say no too. <laughs> I can't think of anything. Got it's it. Fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is, this is a lot of fun. Thank you yeah. so much again for, for coming you. through and doing this. Um, so I know that this conversation probably has resonated with a lot of people. Um, is, is there a good way for people to reach out after and, you know, maybe to ask you more about your story, um, to elaborate on anything or just to connect? Yeah, I feel like Instagram is a good, good uh, way for that. And if you see me in person, I can say what's up. <laughs> <laughs> of course. What's your Instagram handle? And I'll put it in the show notes as well. Yeah. Uh, make it rain trick. <laughs> oh, <laughs> make yeah. it dot rain trick. I always tell people I'm not going to change it because nobody, nobody can take that. That's no. Fine. That's fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Make, make someone else have like the underscore. Yeah, the line, yeah. You know? can have the extra additives. <laughs> <laughs> you were there first. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you again. Uh, we have a sesh to get to, which I'm terribly excited about. It's going to be awesome. And I'm going to miss you guys. We're, we have another sesh on Wednesday that I really wanted you guys to come to. Um, but it's all good. You guys are, are heading back time, home. Next time we will, we will plan accordingly. Yes. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. So it was my pleasure. Thank you uh, for coming through. Let's, uh, let's get to this sesh. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. Thank you for listening to the Shuffle Curious podcast. I hope you've enjoyed the show so far. We are past the launch and I'm so appreciative of the support that the show has received. You guys have really stepped up in a huge way and I'm eternally grateful for that. I know this is a big ask due to the show just starting um, and it's very much in its infancy, but any and all support would really be amazing from you guys. So I just wanted to come on and list a couple ways that you guys can help out the podcast uh, moving forward. So first and foremost, subscribing to the YouTube channel would be a huge help. Uh, among, you know, also sharing and uh, following the show on other social media platforms, uh, such as Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, but in particular, YouTube uh, will really help increase the visibility of the show and it can help to reach a wider audience as well. In addition to this, uh, leaving a review on anywhere where podcasts are distributed, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, um, can really leave a positive impression on uh, new listeners and it will help them discover the podcast more readily. Also, um, engaging with the podcast, so leaving comments, uh, participating in social media discussions, and just anything that would really help build a community around the podcast uh, would be of great assistance. And um, please feel free, you know, DM me my my personal Instagram at Patty Creates or the show's Instagram uh, at the Shuffle Curious Podcast with the spaces being uh, underscores. I would love to hear any feedback, any ideas, any uh, discourse around the show. Um, it would be um, an honor to hear you guys out and 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 you know implement implement some of the ideas and, and the feedback that you guys have for me. Also, donating to the podcast directly or purchasing a Shuffle Curious shirt uh, would would help out a lot. Um, there's a lot of time, there's a lot of energy, and unfortunately money that goes into the podcast. And it will continue to go into the podcast. So let's just get one thing straight here. It's really been a complete joy um, doing the show. And no matter how much or how little monetary assistance the show receives, we'll still be performing the mission of bringing the Shuffle community together. But with a little bit of help, uh, I'll be able to travel more for these interviews, um, buy better equipment, be able to compensate all the amazing people 
who have made the show a reality and have volunteered their time, uh, things of that nature. So buying a shirt would be much more than buying a shirt. And uh, I don't know if you guys realize, but if I ever saw someone at a festival wearing a Shuffle Curious podcast shirt, you would be my best friend in a huge way. I'd love to see it. Um, and I would be, I'd give you a big bear hug. So um, you can purchase these shirts on the Instagram bio um, of the show. Um, also the show's website, and then I'll have links in the show notes as well. As for the donation, um, just please, you know, send me a DM if you feel inclined to donate to the show. Um, I will definitely um, entertain that. And if you're so inclined, that would be uh, absolutely amazing. I'm not going to create a button for uh, donating to the show or GoFundMe or anything like that. Um, it, it, it would just be a, a conversation um, between you and I. So, and I, I would, I thank you for that consideration. Um, but lastly, uh, you guys have supported the show just by listening, also listening to this whole outro, um, you know, that that's awesome. You guys rule for, for doing that. And I just cannot understate my appreciation for all of you guys, uh, for being a part of this, uh, crazy ride that it's been so far. Um, so without further ado, uh, I just want, like I said, I wanted to get on, I'll give you guys a couple of ways that you can support. Um, you can run with as many or as little of them as uh, you would like, but um, I thank you, um, you know, regardless for your listenership and support. So uh, with that, I'm going to get out of here. Um, please get out there and dance, stay curious, and I will see you in the next episode, friend. <laughs>